episode number 18 of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a stylish and functional interior in a more compact space. So today we are going to talk about interior decorating and I'm going to share um, some tips with you how to put the finishing touches to your interior after you have moved. This can be the hardest part about decorating. So if you are stuck and feel you need some inspiration or some advice, please keep listening to this episode of the podcast. Now I'm going to talk about uh, fireplaces, bookshelves, um, how to style a vignette and how to... Um, how to yeah how to do a creative wall and display your art or other interesting objects so let's start with the fireplace do you sometimes admire stylish mantle decorations in interior design magazines and maybe you wonder where to get the decor and how to create something similar in your space without spending weekend after weekend in shops and trying to source the right items well, this is not so complicated because um, it's not as hard as it looks like. Um, decorating a mantle is actually a great pastime and a fun exercise. And you can use the things you already own and love and just um, follow one of the two strategies I'm now talking about. So the first method of decorating a fireplace is to take the more traditional way and use one large eye-catching piece above your fireplace. This could be an artwork, it could be a photograph or a mirror um, or something else that's just a sculptural thing, something that um, you like. And this feature it becomes automatically the focal point of your arrangement. If you have a, a mantle, decorate it with the same or similar items on either side to create a symmetrical look. For example, you could use small jars, vases, glass domes or other objects, uh, maybe a couple of books at the end of the, each side. Or you could place several objects next to each other in row, centered underneath the focal um, point, which is your big piece over um, on the wall. And this symmetrical arrangement is easier to achieve and creates a more form look and feel in your space. If you are a bit more courageous and want to play around with something different and unique, um, just gather different artworks and objects that you like on the floor, for example, and um, have a look how they work together. And then you could choose one piece to start with and just lay it all out on the floor and work the others around. And once you've found the look you like, you start putting or fixing the pieces to the wall. So you start with your um, focal piece and then you work the others around it as you have laid them out on the floor. And you do, do it step by step until you like your arrangement. If you work with lots of smaller pieces on the mantle, use one large piece as a focal point again to hold your display together and then put this in the middle, for example, and group other things around it and think of different shapes, textures, colors and heights when styling your mantle. Also consider the hierarchy of your object. So do you want to stand uh, one piece to stand out and dominate? 
or should they all have the same visual impact? And how do you want to align them? So just step back and observe the overall look of your composition and then just keep playing around with it until you like it because it's not, not fixed, it's just on the mantle and you can move around um, as long as you like. So basically, to have some fireplace decorating fun, you need to gather your favorite objects in different sizes, shapes and heights. You start with one centerpiece and you work the others around it. Now let's move on to styling a vignette or a display. There are no really no real rules when it comes to styling a vignette. What is a vignette? A vignette is a placement of objects in a three-dimensional composition. It's a very personal thing again, and you can't go wrong if you follow some of the tips I'm going to share with you now. By the way, all these tips are also included in my book Downsize with Style, which you can order online at my website www.downsizewithstyle.com. Now, let's get started. First tip, tell a story with the things you love. So basically, instead of hiding away things that you like, special emotional Things, things that have a sentimental value to you. Maybe you had them in boxes for years. Now you have moved to your new apartment. Why not display them? So use what you have and just have a look around in your home and, and find all the things you love and create an interesting display. So this is a great starting point and it, it, I think it, it will automatically work and draw interest from visitors and your friends and it's a good starting point for a conversation as well. The next tip is play with height and depth. So build a composition and think of art. Think of, um, if you look at an artwork, there's always a composition in a painting that helps the viewer to follow through the painting and across the canvas, for example. So if you have a build a composition with your three-dimensional objects, you guide the viewer along your arrangement. And um, so you use different uh, objects of different height and size to make it more interesting. There's nothing more boring than a display where everything is at the same height. So just play, put higher objects in the back and then smaller in front and group them uh, together. The next thing what you could use, um, what's always has a great impact, is uh, books and flowers. Books and flowers have the most impact in interior styling. So use stacks of books and place an object on top. Add a some fresh flowers, branches or a pot plant to create an organic look. So depending on how big your, your display is overall, of course you have to think about the proportions. If it's only a smaller display, you would only use maybe one flower, one stem or some little leafy, leafy branches. If it's a bigger display, maybe on a big sideboard, you could have a whole bunch of flowers or branches and more books um, stacked up. So it's all about the, getting the proportions right as well. Then it's always great to integrate some art. Use a painting, a photograph, a sculpture to make the display more interesting. So you could basically, maybe if you work on a sideboard, you could hide parts of your artwork behind other objects that sit in front and lean the art against the wall, not hanging it. Use empty frames to showcase favorite pieces. 
So you lean an empty frame, which you can buy at um, um, second-hand shops or auction or design centers, lean it on the wall and place something in front. Um, and then, yes, as I mentioned already, it's always great to lean artwork against the wall. The other thing that's great, it's the next tip, work with trays. You can't have enough trays in your household. They're not only really versatile and functional on little um, footstools and um, ottomans, as I mentioned in another podcast already, because they, they transform a footstool into a little coffee table. They can also be used for uh, vignettes and displays. So it's a truly versatile uh, piece to have. So place different objects on a tray and they look instantly organized and sorted. That's also a great tip to um, organize maybe in your bathroom if you have um, like a little bench or a shelf where you have some bottles, perfume bottles, put them on a tray and it looks instantly organized. So this method can be used in the bathroom, in the kitchen, living area or study, anywhere actually. The next tip I have is use the power of color. Work with color. Either keep your vignette fairly neutral and add splashes of your accent color or use one main color throughout the entire display. So, And this will link all the objects. Maybe you have um, a collection of things that have all one color in common and then just group them and it, the color will link the whole display. Or if it's a very neutral um, display, maybe it's only glass objects, you could add one splash of your favorite color or your accent color in your room. And the final tip to create a really nice vignette is trust your gut feeling. There are no wrong vignettes if you follow the tips that I just shared with you. It's a very personal thing. It's your thing. Um, It displays your treasured objects and favorite items. So there's no discussion with someone else if they like it or not. That's very personal thing. And the good thing is you can always add and remove things. You can move it around and you can change your vignette after maybe a month or two weeks. If you are like doing it, just move things around, change them. And so it's, um, it's always something new to look at. It's really fun. And um, yeah, I'd like to read out a quote from my book, um, which is actually from... Uh, a guy called Leonard Koren, and he has written a little book which is all about um, the art of placing objects. And he said, or he says in his book, a successful arrangement that is an effective arrangement is one that powerfully engages your attention and sustains your interest. So there you go. Give it a go. Try it out. It doesn't take a lot of time. It's really fun. Now let's move on how to create a bookshelf. I know a lot of people moving have lots of books and even if you have decluttered, there's always a few books you may want to keep. And um, there's lots of ways to to display your books, but if you have the the chance or if you have the space to have a really great floor-to-ceiling bookshelf, It's a great way um, to display your favorite things. It can be a room's biggest drama, especially if you use it not only to display your books, but also other things, objects of all shapes and sizes, objects you love and that you can't live without. 
So as I mentioned, if you have a floor-to-ceiling bookshelf, you could treat each of the sections as a separate display. You could place larger items on the bottom shelves and mix the smaller ones between your books on the top shelves. And use some of the sections to only display books. You could maybe color coordinate your books or one section. You could stack some of the books vertically between others that stand horizontally. Add a little object in the same color to finish off this section. And so on. So you move through each of the section and Maybe you group books like if you have coffee table books about art or travel, you could group these. It's, again, as you, as you wish, it's your personal thing. But just don't place all the books standing upright next to each other. You know, it's just, it's much more interesting if you have um, a little play around. Then you could also integrate some photographs or little artwork, little sculpture pieces. Um, next to a series of books in one section, for example, and then display or use one only for displaying photographs. Keep small, to keep small items, you could um, put them in a gorgeous storage box and place the boxes on top of a book stack or if they're bigger boxes at the bottom row of the shelf. Then vases in different shapes and styles are always great um, in bookshelves. Um, and, and they add also a bit of color um, to the whole display. And if you have a lot of books, you could keep them in different places. And again, in my book, there is a whole um, chapter on storage ideas for books. And create uh, interesting displays in different areas, maybe in a hallway, maybe in your living area or in your bedroom or study. So your books don't have to be all in the same place. Now, another way... Um, to decorate your walls is artwork, of course. And um, you don't have to have only one artwork on, on, a, on a single wall. Think of your wall as a blank canvas and try and find interesting ways to display your art or treasured objects as well. Especially in a smaller home, you won't have that many walls to display only one art uh, work on, so you could group your art and find new ways to decorate uh, the walls. Have you heard of the, of the term French hang? This um, term refers back to the Belle Epoque in Paris when struggling artists used to pay for their coffee with a small sketch or a painting that was hung on the cafe's walls. And after a while, the whole wall was full of different um, um, artworks in different uh, shapes and, and styles. So this is what you can do with your, your own art. Just again, place it on the floor first. Have a look what looks good next to each other. Maybe there's similar colors or maybe you have um, similar frames. I uh, recently uh, regrouped some of my um, favorite artworks and my own uh, drawings um, as well. And I discovered they were scattered around the house and I had a few silver frames. And the images are mostly black and white and it's drawings in pencil. So I thought, oh, that looks good. So I just put them all together, grouped them together on the floor and made a little arrangement. And then I put them up on the wall and I just redecorated and it looks great. So just see what you have and find a common, common thing. And um, as I said, you can combine different styles, colors and sizes. You could have everything in one colorway or maybe you have, you could buy and it doesn't have to be expensive. You could buy IKEA frames in white and just um, 
group them and have your different artworks in them, but you have all the same um, frames. It's a very subjective matter. And a lot of people seem to be unsure if an artwork will work in their home and how it looks, but again, just trust your gut feeling. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today is wallpaper. Wallpaper is as popular as ever, and there are millions of designs available. It is really worthwhile going into a wallpaper shop, <clears throat> a supplier, and just browse some of the books. It, it's amazing what it is around. And you can even have wallpaper printed to your color specifications. So wallpaper is also a great way to um, do up a really creative wall and do something different. And um, it's, of course, a very personal decision again because you can't just remove it again. But in the there is also a removable wallpaper, which is not that hard to install. So it's, it's, you, you, you can always go backwards if you don't like what you did. But I think, yeah, maybe have a think about if you want to put up wallpaper and in the first place and um, maybe talk to a designer and have some um, advice what would work well in your um, space. But you could really, um, <clears throat> you can really change the whole look um, of, a, of a room with some quirky wallpaper and it doesn't have to be on all the walls. If you have a lot of colored rugs and printed soft furnishings and lots of art and accessories, um, which is all quite busy, you could leave the walls plain. Um, otherwise, there's too much going on in the space. Um, but maybe you love a minimalist interior. You don't have a lot of stuff around. And um, you could make the walls the focal point and decorate them with a gorgeous design. If you know the online pin board Pinterest, um, I have some boards up there and you find me under BD Color Design. And there is also a board called Creative Walls with lots of um, ideas how to decorate walls. Now, um, I hope you enjoyed this um, <clears throat> episode all about decorating. We talked about uh, fireplace decorating, vignettes, bookshelves and creative walls. Please um, visit the Downsize with Style website www.downsizewithstyle.com to learn more about my book and you can um, order it there as well. And if you're interested um, in a downsizing workshop, um, please contact me um, for more information and you will find also some information on the Downsize with Style website. Other than that, I would love for you to share um, this podcast with your friends and community and spread the word. And if you could leave a rating on iTunes, that would be fabulous. I wish you a great time and hope we uh, catch up soon for the next episode. Thank you so much and um, have a great time. Bye. Bye.